Welcome to Long Covid Doctor, an educational series for sufferers of Long Covid. I'm Dr Tim Robinson, formerly a family doctor, GP for 30 years, now GP lead for three NHS Long Covid clinics, and a GP clinical lead in Long Covid across the southwest of England. This episode is on pins and needles and Long Covid. In part one, I talk about the symptoms, investigations and causes. And in part two, I'll talk about the management and outcomes. Check out the references, the resources and the links in social media at the bottom in the show notes. Just to say, any advice, diagnoses, treatments that I mention should only be considered after discussion with your own doctor or medically qualified health professional. So, here we go. Pins and needles and long COVID. So firstly, the context, the background. So pins and needles in long COVID is not that common. Certainly in my experience in the three long COVID clinics I work in. But when it does occur, it is of great concern to our patients. And so, what are our patients actually experiencing? What are the symptoms and associated symptoms? Well, pins and needles is a complaint that we can all understand, relate to. We have all probably had it at some time or other. Say, if you've woken up having slept uh, on your arm in an odd position or knocked your funny bone, your elbow, uh, the ulnar nerve has been knocked. It feels like a tingling sensation um, or a pricking or a burning or a fizzing. There may be accompanying numbness or even total loss of skin sensation. Patients sometimes describe uh, ants crawling on the skin. The area affected can be large or small. There are cases in which a wide area on a limb or back are affected. But equally, there are maybe you know only a very small irregular areas affected. Usually one side, upper leg, lower leg, upper arm, wherever. Anywhere really. No matter, no no pattern, no sort of recognized area, no recognized nerve, a dermatomal area. Usually there is nothing to show for it. No skin change, rash, redness. Uh, the skin is normal in temperature. And there is usually no weakness, no signs of functional impairment, paralysis or signs of stroke. But more often than not, there are no external findings at all. And so what are the causes for pins and needles? Before attributing pins and needles numbness to COVID, hence long COVID, other non-COVID conditions must be excluded that also present with pins and needles. These may be due to direct pressure on the nerve, say a slip disc or um, carpal tunnel syndrome, so that's compression of the median nerve in the wrist, or maybe due to diabetes with 
a complication of diabetes, peripheral neuropathy, maybe due to medicines such as some chemotherapy agents, drugs can do this. Um, rarely the antibiotic metronidazole can cause peripheral pins and needles. Uh, excessive ca- alcohol, chronic alcohol intake can lead to vitamin deficiencies. Unrelated to this would be vitamin B12 deficiency itself due to malabsorption, celiac disease or pernicious anemia. And also diseases that damage nerves such as stroke or multiple sclerosis, brain tumour. So in order to exclude all those diagnoses, to rule them out, um, those diagnoses that can themselves present with pins and needles, we have to undertake a thorough history and examination, as well as investigations, for a couple of reasons. Firstly, to arrive at a diagnosis. We don't want to be what's known as COVID blind. What do I mean by that? Well, just because you have had COVID, it doesn't mean that a new symptom, a new problem can be put down to COVID. It might be due to one of those other causes, such as MS or a pinched nerve, but it just happens to have occurred at the same time as having had COVID. So we've got to be sure about what what we're dealing with and to get the diagnosis. We mustn't be COVID blind. The second reason for being so thorough with history and examination is to rule out any red flags, i.e. symptoms, um, symptoms and signs that suggest something more sinister. So what are the red flags in this situation relating to pins and needles? Well, um, basically, talking about diabetes, unexplained thirst or urinary frequency, going to the loo too often, may be due to diabetes that hasn't been diagnosed. That's a red flag. So unexplained one-sided muscle weakness, along with the sensation um, changes, is it a stroke? Unexplained excessive tiredness. Is it due to pernicious anemia due to B12 deficiency? Unexplained weight loss. Maybe there's a cancer somewhere, maybe in the spine, pressing on a nerve root, bringing about pins and needles. So all these need attention, maybe even hospital referral, Even if there are no red flags, but your instinct tells you that something just isn't right, make sure you ask. So if in doubt, ask. Go to your doctor, go to your GP. This is important. And so back to um, the thorough history and examination. So firstly, you know, the standard detailed history. We want to know everything about those symptoms. We want to know exactly what the patient is experiencing, how often and how far long, any worsening or relieving factors, the impact on the activities of everyday living. We want to know any associated symptoms. Um, we want to know sort of the past medical history. Is there a history of any other sort of autoimmune conditions? Thinking 
diabetes 1, type 1 is an autoimmune condition? Is there a past history of bowel conditions or previous back problems? What's the alcohol intake? We also want to know about medications, what medications the patient is on, and indeed any sort of medications or supplements the patient has tried for their symptoms. And then it's on to the examination, appropriate and according to the symptoms and history, um, uh, symptoms that you've discovered in the, in the history you've taken. But obviously, because of the pins and needles, focusing mostly on the neurological system. So we need to test the strength, muscle strength, coordination, proprioception, general sensation, both to pinprick and soft touch looking for any numbness. Having gone through the thorough history and examination, excluded the differential diagnosis and the red flags, we are left with the problem, i.e. the, in this case, pins and needles, due to COVID and hence long COVID. And so, pins and needles, presenting in the absence of those other explanations, starting at the time of COVID infection, are most likely to be due to something happening to a peripheral nerve. And this could be for a number of causes in the long COVID context. So firstly, there may be direct viral damage to nerve tissue from the initial infection. There are ACE2 receptors on cells throughout the body. And the SARS-CoV-2 virus, the coronavirus, locks into those those ACE2 receptors, and that that enables them to, to get into the cells and cause their damage, bring about bringing about sort of inflammation and death of nerve cells, resulting in small fiber neuropathy, the small fibers of the unmyelinated C nerve fibers, C fibers, due to the damage to the myelin sheath, the coverings of the actual uh, nerve itself, um, or damage to the synapse junctions between nerve fibres, so-called synaptic pruning. Then there's excessive inflammatory response due to an excessive release of inflammatory factors, both within the circulation, but also in the tissues, those cytokines. I think most of us have heard about the cytokine storm. But also another factor or another part of the excessive inflammatory response is mast cell activation, both resulting in um, interference with the normal functioning of nerve fibres. Another element of the excessive inflammatory response is microthrombi, microclot formation in the blood vessels, generally, but more specifically in the small blood vessels that supply blood to the nerve fibres. And finally, there could be a fault in the immune system with the production of autoantibodies, an autoimmune problem, i.e. antibodies that attack our own cells anywhere in the body. And there have been over sort of 200 autoantibodies discovered in patients with long COVID. They attack many different tissues throughout the body. 
But more specifically, with regard to pins and needles, autoantibodies have been uh, detected and isolated to nerve tissue, plus also in the brain, causing problems with the autonomic, um, autonomic nervous system and autonomic control, and including an effect on the inhibitory action of the vagus nerve, the vagal nerve. This is concerning as the vagus nerve picks up signals from the tissues peripherally and sends them to the pain centers in the brainstem, which further confuses the situation with pain and peripheral sensory perception, perhaps leading to the complex regional pain syndrome. Besides all these processes happening in long COVID, fear and panic may also contribute to abnormal peripheral nerve function. So panic may lead to hyperventilation that can cause pins and needles in the fingers, the toes, around the lips. Chronic worry, chronic anxiety can cause hyperexcitability of nerves due to increased vigilance to other, otherwise normal sensory impulses. So overall, it's pretty complicated. So one person may have one or of these processes going on at one time, or maybe two or three, or maybe all of those processes bringing about the the, the damage and and dysfunction uh, of the cells and the tissues, and ultimately in this situation, in this this presentation, pins and needles, resulting in long COVID pins and needles. So it's complex, and so it's sort of little wonder that. There isn't just one treatment for long COVID, and in this case, for long COVID pins and needles. So that covers the assessment and causes uh, and concludes the first part of my talk on pins and needles and long COVID. But what's more important is what are we going to do about it? And what's the outlook? So we'll come on to that in part two. Check out the references and resources and links to social media in the show notes below. And as I said at the start, any advice, diagnoses, treatments that I mention should only be considered after discussion with your own doctor or medically qualified health professional. So in the meantime, I wish you well. I wish you well with your long COVID recovery. And hopefully we'll meet in the second part. Cheerio. 